Today's episode of the Bourbon Bites podcast is a double feature because I'm reviewing Jack Daniels Tenure and Peerless Double Oaked. Plus, find out how Maker's Mark is helping lighten the load for holiday travel. Hey everyone, welcome to the Bourbon Bites podcast. I am your host Clifton and happy Christmas Eve. Um, I'm pre-recording this uh, the day before I fly out to go back home to South Carolina for Christmas. Um, So I wanted to go ahead and get this recorded. It's going to be a bit of a shorter episode, uh, which is why I'm going to review two different whiskeys today instead of just one because we're light on news. Um, We have some good things to share, but um, also want to have some good things to drink. So I'm going to start off with a review um, slash first tasting of Jack Daniels 10-year-old Tennessee whiskey. So this whiskey actually came out in September of 2021. Um, It is the first 10-year release from Jack Daniels in over 100 years. So um, Jack Daniels isn't usually age-dated. Even their single-barrel selects, I don't believe, are age-dated. And if they are, they're definitely younger than 10 years old. So I actually haven't had a chance to find this anywhere. This is actually a sample from my friend Aaron. But um, I'm excited to give it a try because I'm a fan of Jack Daniels when it comes to their more premium products, like the Barrel Proof and the Single Barrel Selects. Um, So I'm really excited to see how this 10-year-old is. Um, It's 97 proof, um, and MSRP is around $70, but it's become ridiculously hard to find. I've never even seen it on the shelves. Um, I don't know how he got a bottle, (laughs) but um, yeah, I'm thankful for the sample to try here today. So let's go and get that poured. So hopefully you are enjoying your holidays. Like I said, I'm I'm traveling back to South Carolina. I'm going to do some bourbon hunting while I'm out there. I always do because I live basically at the border of North Carolina and South Carolina. Uh, So I get to do some both like ABC store hunting in North Carolina where it's government controlled and independent liquor stores in South Carolina. So a little bit of both. That's usually where I stock up on some of my favorite like bottom shelf, like bottled and bond products from Heaven Hill. Maybe I'll have some better luck finding Jack Daniels there. I know the, the Koi hill um you know hazmat bottles have hit people around me have been getting them i haven't been hunting too much because i'm trying to avoid going to stores they're, they're crazy this time of year but i'm excited to try this though because I, I i think jack daniels it n- doesn't necessarily drink young but i don't think oak is the first thing i think of with jack daniels i mean even the barrel proofs those are more like banana pudding or banana uh shortbread kind of notes they're not necessarily the oak so i'm excited to see um how it affects it being in there longer yeah, on the nose, it's kind of like, it, it does seem very similar to the Barrel Proof um, Jack Daniels releases that I've absolutely loved. Um, it is a little toasty. There's like a good bit of that oak that's impacting the nose on it, but I gotta give this a try. So cheers. Wow. Oh my gosh, that's good. I mean, this is classic Jack Daniels at first. I mean, not necessarily like the the old number seven, which is like their basic bottle, but it reminds me a lot of, um, I've had a single barrel select from them that wasn't a barrel proof, but it was just a really solid pick. Um, this kind of reminds me of that, but man, it has a lot going for it. 97 proof that finish lingers. It sticks around too. And I could drink that all day. Now, (laughs) of course it's $70 and it's also impossible to find. So that's not going to happen, but that is man, that, that is way better. I think that's why I'm speechless. It kind of blew me away. I wasn't expecting to like it as much. It keeps what I love about Jack Daniels single barrel barrel proof, um, which is like a banana nut bread kind of like muffin note. This has that, but it's like that that's been glazed. It's like sweet on top, like vanilla or like caramel icing. This is so sweet and desserty. Honestly, I, I think it would be a great after dinner drink. I kind of was worried that it was going to be more just like Jack Daniels, but like a little bit oakier. 
but this is so well-rounded. Color Me Impress, this is an absolute winner. If you have a chance to buy this for around $70, I think it's worth it. I think it's it drinks like a premium product. Now, would I rather have this or a single barrel barrel proof? Because those are only like, you know, 60-ish, so it's a little bit more, but I think this has that much depth that it's pretty comparable in terms of, you know, beating my expectations. So I'd love to do a side-by-side. -side. You know, if I had if I had this and I had the Koi Hill and then I had a single barrel barrel proof, that'd make for a good YouTube stream. Um, so if y'all want to see that, <laughs> get me a sample of Koi Hill. Uh, but also check out my YouTube, youtube.com slash bourbon bites. I go live every Thursday, except this past Thursday, because I was literally on an airplane. Um, but yeah, I'm doing my big uh top 10 whiskeys of the year countdown uh next thursday which is the 30th of december so definitely tune in for that one set your reminders i already have an event page up for it and speaking of that list this you know didn't make it i, I limited my list this year to bourbons that i actually was able to or not just bourbons whiskeys too whiskeys that i was able to you know be able to purchase a bottle of um, some of them, you know, I may have already finished, but I, I've had the opportunity to buy them. So I know it's going to be a little bit different than a lot of other channels, um, lists. I mean, I, I don't have very many LEs on it. Um, but I, it's more of an approachable, what was actually accessible to me this year. Um, I'm looking forward to sharing it with you guys. And if you're looking forward to share something with me, uh, give me some Jack Daniels Coy Hill. <laughs> Just kidding. I think actually my friend Brandon has a bottle. He might, he might be able to lend a sample if, if he, if he wants to, if he's listening to this, Hey Brandon, hit me up. <laughs> So before I get into the Peerless Double Oak, which I'm super, super excited to try, um, we do have some news. Um, whiskey related is actually a fun one from Maker's Mark. Uh, they announced that they will be covering the cost of checking your bags so you can bring bourbon home this holiday season. So they're calling it Whiskey Flights. And um, from now until December 31st, um, they will pay the extra baggage fee um, for your luggage if you are traveling with bourbon. Now, obviously they can't, you know, Know, prove if you're traveling with bourbon, but they're they're covering up to $40 for each traveler and up to $50,000. Now, I don't know how quickly that's going to go. I mean, I don't know how many people know about this. It might, it might be gone by now, but I'm definitely going to be trying it because I will be checking bags um, when I fly out tomorrow. So, hey, I, I, maybe it'll, you know, I might not bring Maker's Mark with me, but maybe I'll bring some Maker's back if they, if they spot me that baggage fee. Um, I'm flying American, so it's only $30, but still. Um, that's really, it's just a cool promotion. And, you know, they say they're encouraging people to uh, check a bag and spread the holiday spirit, um, which of course is Maker's Mark, which Maker's Mark is a really good um, whiskey to bring to a party. I think it's super approachable and it's just well liked. Um, this year I'm bringing a smoke wagon. Uh, it's the small batch Christmas edition. So it's literally just the regular smoke wagon, um, but it has a Christmas tree on the front and snow. Um, it was only $30. I'm like, oh, that'd be a fun one to bring um, to my uh, in-laws because some of them, you know, they're not really big whiskey drinkers. I think last year we brought Elijah Craig, just the regular one, and it didn't really get drank. So this year I think we're planning to do uh, like old fashions or cocktails or something that's a little more approachable than, you know, <laughs> straight bourbon because I realize not many people tend to gravitate towards that. But um, yeah, way to go, Maker's Mark. I'll, I will definitely be submitting my receipt after my flight. <laughs> we'll see. And in terms of video game news, it's a bit of a sad, a bit of a bummer, um, but the lead designer of the NES, so like the Nintendo Entertainment System, the original, you know, console, home console from Nintendo, his name is Masuyaki Uemura, and he was, he passed away on December 6th um, at the age of 78. Um, so he, like I said, he designed the first NES console. He also designed the Super Nintendo, um, the successor, of course, and he created the predecessor of the game Duck Hunt. So not the official release, but the one that they used to kind of, you know, I guess, pitch that idea. So he actually retired back in 2004. 
Um, but he was with the company since 1972. So, and then he launched the um, NES in Japan. Um, it was known as the Famicom system in Japan. Uh, that came out in apparently 1983. I didn't realize that came out so early. I don't think it hit the U.S. until later. But he also designed the Super Nintendo, which came out in 1990, which was my first console. So I guess that makes sense. I guess I just didn't realize NES was that old. I mean, I didn't have one, so <laughs> maybe that's why. But um, yeah, may he rest in peace. He, he did a lot for the company, and he basically made our childhoods possible. Um, those of us that grew up with Nintendo consoles. So um, cheers to him and thank you for those memories because you, you changed so many kids' lives forever. And adults too, because I enjoy playing some classic Nintendo games um, over on Twitch sometimes. So follow me, twitch.tv slash bourbonbites. I know that seems like a weird time to promote that, so sorry about that. But <laughs> I pay tribute to him every time I play Super Nintendo games. Yeah, but enough with the downers. Let's get into our next bourbon review, because I have in front of me uh, Peerless Double Oak Bourbon. So you guys may have heard me talk about it before. Peerless was my favorite distillery tour that I did when I was in Kentucky um, back in 2019. I just thought the tour was exceptional. It was so hands-on and they just are so friendly there. Um, so I, I have had a bottle of the Peerless Rye. I had the Peerless Bourbon that I actually just killed about a nah, probably a month ago. Um, so I, I saw the Double Oak pop up on K&L Wine and Spirits, which is my local liquor store here. It was $70. Um, it's not age-stated, but it is barrel-proof. So this bourbon has been twice barreled in new oak, so it should be a bit of an oak bomb, when y'all, which y'all know I am a big fan of. So let's go ahead and pop this cork for the first time and get it poured. Nice. So as with other Peerless, this is non-chill filtered. It is, they use a sweet mash process, um, which kind of helps them stand out compared to other people that use sour mash method of um, creating whiskey. My bottle is 107.9 proof. Um, I believe they also have a lower barrel entry proof than a lot of other distilleries. So this whiskey was actually on uh, Whiskey Advocate's top 20 whiskeys of the year. It was number eight. Um, for 2021. So that's a that's a pretty, you know, great honors for something that just came out. Let's go ahead and give it a nose. Oh, wow. <laughs> that oak. It, you can tell off the bat that this is going to be a very oaky bourbon, which, I mean, <laughs> with the name, you would assume that. Um, it's definitely different than the Jack Daniels tenure, the way it was expressing the oak. That was more of like a toasty kind of note. This one, that was more like a, um, I always say saturated oak. It's like that super like rich, um, you know, <laughs> like wet oak. You can tell that it's just like been saturated with uh, whiskey. So I'm hoping that it stands up to it on the palate because it, it does have a really nice nose. So let's go ahead and try it. Cheers. Oh, okay. So you can kind of tell that this is a, a, a younger whiskey. And that's kind of been my, I guess I don't want to say issue, but the reason I haven't just absolutely fell in love with Peerless after that tour is their stuff is pretty young. They, co they come in beautiful bottles, but you're paying for the bottle and you're also paying for the fact that it is a craft distillery. So that's the first thing that's jumping out at me on the glass is the, the youth of the actual whiskey. Um, and the oak is kind of presenting itself in more of like um, a similar way to the sometimes Texas whiskey does, especially if it's whiskey that's been aged in a uh, like smaller barrel. I don't know for sure. I, I assume these are in full-size barrels, but I don't know. It has a little bit of that like raw oak, like a, like I always say Home Depot note. It's more of like the sawdust kind of note, um, which is weird because on the nose, it was definitely more of like the richer oak. Um, but yeah, let me, let me go in for another sip. Yeah, the, the way it starts off is kind of not really what I typically expect from a bourbon, but I do think it really, it, it makes up for it on the finish. It, it has a really long finish for, you know, 107, just above 107 proof. It's a little tannic on the end, but it's it's the kind of good um, impact that I love that oak can sometimes make. So I wish this, you know, was a little more balanced on the front. It definitely kind of goes all over the place. 
Um, and I don't know if that's just peerless bourbon. Like I said, I had, I had the regular bourbon before. It wasn't my favorite. I think I prefer their rye over their bourbon. Um, but I, I, and I hate to be like, you know, I want to try this when it's older. Cause that's like the worst thing you can say. Cause it's like, well, we think it's ready now, you know, um, which, you know, fair point to me though. I mean, this was seven or actually this was $80. So about the same price as the regular bourbon. I think the bourbon is 70 and this was like $10 more. So, you know, I had to pick it up and try it, but yeah, I, I do like it. I don't think it's a bad bourbon at all. Um, and that finish is great, but I, I don't know. I, I don't think this, this is not a winner. This is, I think that's my first non winner I've had on the podcast. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fine. It's good. I would definitely drink it if you poured it for me, but I don't think I would buy another bottle of it. Hey, future Cliffy here. So as I was cleaning up after uh, recording this episode, I decided to revisit my glass after it had been sitting for about 30 minutes, and this whiskey seriously opened up. So I wanted to pop in here real quick and say that my first opinion on it was a fresh bottle crack, um, and I'm looking forward to seeing how well this opens up because the the way it tasted in the glass after about 30 minutes made me really excited. So uh, maybe I shouldn't just judge a whiskey by its uh, first pour. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to revisiting this. I'll let y'all know, um, over on discord as this opens up and hopefully gets even better. By the way, if you're not on our discord server, you can go to bourbonbites.com and, uh, go down to the bottom, the links at the bottom. Um, that's our whiskey and gaming lounge where we, uh, hang out, we drink whiskey, we play some games. Um, and it's just a great community there. I love it. I actually had a good phone call with our friend, Emily, um, who y'all know from like YouTube, but yeah, we we're talking about how great the discord community is and, um, I agree. It's, it's, it's fantastic. So if you're not there, uh, please join us over there. It's, it's so much fun, but I think that does it for this week's episode. Like I said, I know it's a little short. Um, but I, I, I hope y'all understand, you know, we're traveling. Uh, <laughs> I, I think next week's episode will probably be pretty short too. I know, I know which whiskey I'm reviewing on it. Um, I'll be reviewing barrels new year, 2022 bottle. Um, so look forward to that. Um, but it's also going to be, I'm going to record it the day I fly back to Los Angeles. So I'll be jet lagged and tired. Um, but yeah, I do it for you guys. And I also like, I, I, enjoy, I thoroughly enjoy recording this. So, um, hope y'all have a wonderful Christmas or whatever holiday you celebrate this time of year. Um, and I enjoyed being a part of it. Um, so thanks for listening until next time. This has been Bourbon Bites. Cheers. And I'll talk to you next podcast. <laughs>